стадиум Джункис. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Extra Time, presented by the Hammer Time Podcast. I am your host, Tony Lopez, and alongside me, I got my homie, my compadre, my amigo, freaking Sergio Gonzalez. What is up? I'm glad to be back on the show. Yes, sir. And, you know, a special guest, uh, the uh, the guy who pretty much runs the Hammer Time Podcast. Uh, the uh, as G-Dubs would say. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Rios. Hey, yo, what's up, bro? What's up, Tony? Uh, fucking awesome to hang out with you guys and just talk sports and shoot Hell the shit yeah. with y'all. Um, obviously, you know, doing the Hammer Time thing, mainly doing gambling picks. Um, and actually, speaking of which, by the way, if you want my picks for week nine, um, be sure to check them out in this show's description. I'm picking at a 56% clip. That's a point. It's, uh, that's half a percent under professional picking rate. So, you know, you're getting it for fucking free. So, you know, it's free money there. Um, go ahead. If you love sports, you want to make some money on it, give it a listen, give it a check out, play your play picks, and uh, you know, tell me how they go out for you, and I think you might be pretty satisfied. So, other than that, though, I'm pretty happy to hook and talk sports with you guys today. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, right, Tony? We got oh, the yeah. World Series. We're world's deep in it. I mean, everything is going now. Everything yeah. from the, uh, you know, the, the we're, I mean, we're half of the halfway, basically the all-star break of the NFL season at this point, right? We are um, in the yeah. sexiest month of the season, right? Actually, it's the sexiest month time. of the year. It's it's like November games are like, especially like in football, are like the last wave of games that don't really break your season. Like December feels like basically playoff games for everyone. But like November is like the last time. I I think for me as a Cowboys fan, and you understand too, like that Thanksgiving game is the first time you sit there and go, okay, like it's fucking like it's for real it's now. balls deep from this point out. Like there's no fucking room for error. You know, it's like, and if we're not playing good at that time, we can already see a, a, a like beyond the horizon that we're not gonna be going anywhere in the near future. But if we're looking like we are right now at the same time on the twenty fourth. On Thanksgiving Day, we can rightfully see is like, hey, we can make the playoffs. We can do this. It's just all about how the team is like going to be playing together for the rest of the season. It, I really can't say anything bad about this team either because they're playing damn good football. Look, Zeke was out last week and Pollard went crazy. Good I'm immediately life. jumping into this game. I'm immediately jumping into this. Three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. And he from a backup from a running back. Limited snap count, too. He was like only had like 15 snaps or something like that. They were like, he's not getting over 30 snaps, period. Hey, but- Tony, hey, Tony Loki fucked himself, though, because he, he was recorded on tape saying that he was tired. <laughs> they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna use that against him. They're gonna use that against him. They're gonna be like, oh, okay, so you're not in shape, so we're not gonna pay you shit. Yeah, but you know well, they what? Fucking need, they need they need this guy though, man. Tony Pollard is the bee's knees. Um, his best thing since sliced 14 bread. Fourteen carries. Awesome. That's incredible. He's yeah. averaged, he averaged nine point four yards a carry. Like, what's the biggest takeaway from this game for you guys? Like the like besides the Pollard thing. The biggest thing for me that I took from this game as a Cowboys fan is is that Micah Parsons is the best player in the NFL. <laughs> God damn. That touch, yeah. that touchdown was incredible because literally he was the only Cowboys player for like two seconds that knew what was going on. Period. Any player. Actually, Bro. any player. Because when Justin Fields jumped over Micah, I think everyone... Somebody somebody there. else, like I, I watched the... Um, what is it? The, 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 the wired session? You know, like the shit that... They're wired up. They're mic'd up. Yeah. I watched a video from their YouTube channel, the NFL YouTube channel, about like during that play, somebody is running near him saying, get up, go, go. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so like because somebody realized around him that Justin didn't touch him. Right. And like if you look at that replay, it's this close. That motherfucker almost touched him. But like man, the, but like what's hilarious? So I was like, man, the athleticism to jump over of Michael Parsons is actually kind of crazy too. <laughs> and like, and just like he kind of like stopped and then yeet, like Jesus Christ! Like, but why nah, didn't you just go ahead and just like kick him in the gut or something on some like WWE shit? But to to touch Michael, 
Yeah, I'm like, bro. He's like, I'll know better next time. Okay. I'm like, man, I don't give a fuck about next the, time. But just the way he just affects the game, like every week, it's just you don't know what the hell he's gonna do next, man. He's everywhere on the field. He's understanding what he needs to do on every play. We live and die by him. Yeah, and he's a fucking force. Him and Tank on the line. Hey, man, Tank is finally. I feel like Tank has finally really pulled his own weight. I'm really also Tank this season. I also feel like uh, the cornerbacks, especially uh, Diggs, is starting to play. Actual Lucy coverage. Jordan, Lucy Jordan Lewis sucked though. Yeah, that's gonna that was suck. A bomber, man. I mean, there's really no, I don't know if there's anybody out there we can just go out and pick up like that. Nah, not really. But well, the thing is, though, Darren 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 Bland, he came in, man. He's doing good too, though. So I feel like <sighs> they don't need that. They need they don't need to get a replacement. Hey, like you know, it's to- always good to have some kind of like insurance. Yeah, for sure. I know. I agree, though. But I just, I just, think they're. I think they're seeing it like. I think they're seeing it. Like, I mean, they sound to do for the practice squad, but I get you though. Was that like the only game that like? Was there any games that were actually entertaining this week, or was I tripping? Shit, I don't even. I'll be honest with you. I really don't remember any other game outside the Cowboys Bears game. Like, even, oh no, that Panthers Hawkins game was incredible. Oh yes. Ooh, shit. That incredible. <laughs> Are you playing music on the podcast? No, no. <laughs> Literally just I was trying to pull up Bleacher Report so I can <laughs> I forgot about that. Fa- that Falcons game. Oh my god. That was an incredible yeah, man, that ending. Falcons game was fucking awesome, man. Come on, DJ Moore. Did DJ Moore the reason that the Panthers won but lost the game? <laughs> right. For those that don't know, uh, P.J. Walker in a final attempt to try and win the game. Hucks a 50-plus yard heave at the end zone where D.J. Moore catches the ball over two Falcons DBs. Now, in celebration of that game's hopefully winning touchdown, um, he takes his helmet off, chucks it on the ground. Like a course, fucking the, idiot. He couldn't wait to get to the, the sideline. Of course, a sportsmanlike, uh, unsportsmanlike penalty on uh, that's actually enforced on the kick, on the point, not the kickoff. So because of that, instead of a 33-yard extra point attempt, it becomes a 48-yard extra point attempt and not a given. The kick misses just wide. They go to overtime, and of course, the Falcons score to win the game. Fucking DJ Moore looks like a dumbass, and everyone is hating on his ass. So, I don't know, man. I think I pretty much uh, got out how I felt about that. But Tony, I mean, I, I think you had to be baffled too. I mean, I bro, like, what the hell are we doing? And you know, the ending of this game was good because look, the first three quarters they weren't scoring shit. Fourth quarter they go off. NFL red zone couldn't keep this fucking game off of their screen. That's how good the game was. I and I was going ballistic. When I as soon as I saw him take that fucking helmet off, as like I knew I've I've known this rule for a while. This is one of those rules that I'm like, yeah, I already know about this. They don't want players taking their helmets off on the field, period. And then as soon as he does it, I'm like, you're a fucking moron. You just ruined the game. Your team's already in the 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 they're the drizzling shits of your division somehow and you're still somehow this close to being on top of your division and you fuck it up like that like dude pay attention to what's going on i understand it's emotional pj walker put his whole ass body into that throw the funny thing though is that the panthers could still catch the falcons in this division this division race. This it's division, so. This division it, is terrible. It's so yeah, bad. And they and they play each other uh, not this week but next week. How do they play? T- that that is some of the yep, weirdest scheduling I've ever seen. Yep, two out of three. And then look, twice, the Buccaneers are in, trash. Twice in, uh, twice in uh, I think it's twice in like ten. Days three weeks, yeah, shit. yeah, something like that, something crazy. Yeah, like or like twice in fourteen days or some shit. I don't That's know. crazy, man. That's wild. I mean, look, Brady and the Bucks aren't playing good. Michael Thomas said sayonara to the Saints because he's already back on IR. They're just – this yeah, whole division's trash. Yeah, I'm like, this is wild. This is wild. It's it, 
And then the the NFC East right now looks like the strongest division in the NFC. Ironically. Yeah, they're going to have three teams in the playoffs. The Giants, the Eagles, and the Cowboys. The the commies, we could talk about them in a different situation. They're playing strong, though, recently for some reason. Well, I mean, because, you know, that's the only positive they can make out of anything right now because their owner's over here getting... Oh, yeah. Looks like they're going to sell. <laughs> they're probably going to sell. He's getting in trouble by the government. The The organization is under federal investigation for, like, like, finance issues or something like that. It is the funniest but so most expected thing that happened from that team. Oh, yeah. I could have seen this a mile away. 10,000 miles away. <laughs> I'm literally looking at the rest of these games from last week, and I'm trying to see what else. Oh, okay, the Ravens-Bucks on Thursday. It was close. Kind of boring. Uh, it's been like every other Ravens game so far and every yeah. other Bucks game so far. Uh, Bucks are completely – they're losers, dude. Three and five. They're like two fucking referee like assists away from being one and seven. So I'm not really like, dude. They're done. They're fucking. They fucking suck, dude. I know they're beat up, but dude, like, cry me a river. Yeah, I I, I could literally care less about that Bucks team right That's now. That's so crazy, man. And oh, then... hey, 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 the Giants Seahawks had huge implications. I mean, do y'all think the Giants are like, is this a is this a sign of things to come? Like, hey, the Giants are finally leveling out. Like, the Giants are a team that could totally lose four games in a row and be six. I actually don't think it's like signs of things to come. I actually think it's more of Seattle is playing better without that weird guy in the locker room. Not he that that guy's in Denver over here saying Broncos country, let's ride every week. And what a fucking loser! He's a fucking loser. And then all the stories that have came out after he left Seattle, like from his former teammates. Oh. <laughs> How the fuck are you supposed to be like the captain of this team and like the quarterback when you can't even communicate with him outside of like outside of practice at all? Like you have to go through your his fucking manager to even try to have a conversation with him. And that's coming from Sherman and Lynch. That's coming from both of them. When it's coming from Sherman and Lynch, ooh. Dude, Wilson's out of touch, man. He's out of touch. He does a, uh, he is a completely different being. I think like early success completely rattled the guy. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah. I just, uh, it, it, it's really a damn shame. Cause I used to think the guy was pretty cool. I thought he was Me too. Be, like a legend. And then like, it's like, it's almost like, okay. It's almost like whenever the age of the internet took over the media, like, the, mm. the, the, like when the internet took over sports media, we learned two things. Aaron Rodgers was cooler than we thought. Mm. And Russell Wilson could not be lamer. He's like, such a fucking dork. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Like, seeing more of these clips and more interpersonal, like, I guess, you know what I mean? Like, that's just the age we live in now. You get more of your favorite athletes than you might normally get. I mean, whenever we were kids, we never got any of this shit, right? And man boy oh boy is it a heartbreaker i would hate to be a kid and then like get roasted at school because my favorite quarterback is a fucking pussy i mean and he makes it he he makes it seem so normal but he's like he's over here doing high knees on a plane eight going eight hours from denver to london while his team is knocked the fuck out Dude, that shit is hilarious. The memes for that. Oh, the high knees and shit, bro. bro. Oh my god. Lost. Oh my god. Almost bro. lost my breath. Fucking laughing so hard. Maybe I'm too old school in this situation, but if that motherfucker was on the like if we were on a bus or a plane, whatever, going to a, a game, and it's like we know it's gonna be a long trip, and this motherfucker's going up and down the aisle. Doing that bullshit, I would have beat the fuck out of him, and I know I wouldn't have been the only one. That's funny you say that, dude, because Ryan said the same thing. And then I think what Ryan said was that, "How dare you!" Like, oh, and then like he does, he does little little God quotes 
where like you know what I mean? Oh Those like God. little like wannabe religious God quotes. Where, yeah. Like, and then he walks up with that fucking chain of his. Ryan is like, I would snatch that fucking chain. I would break that so fucking. Quick. Oh my God! I would break that fucking chain. <laughs> I don't care how much it costs. I'm breaking the fucking chain. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna fuck your wife. I'm just <laughs> right. You had to get like a line for that one. No, no, no. I wouldn't even go fuck yeah, his wife. Right. I'd be like, hey, future. I need your help with this. <laughs> right. You still got your Gucci flip flops. All right. <laughs> but, <laughs> right do you, do you still but also, yeah. Also, last week was the trade deadline, and that changed a lot in the NFL. Like, that changed a lot. Can we talk about what Hawkinson means to the Vikings? Because I think the Vikings are like way better than the Eagles, like, if they run it back. I think, look, and I'm looking at like, what he can do in like in fantasy or even just just the impact with the Vikings themselves is going to be crazy because this dude didn't really have that many opportunities to get open. He was the number one target in Detroit beside Amaran when he was hurt. Now he's going to have freedom to move around the field. He's going to have so many open opportunities. Yeah, dude, I think that having Justin Jefferson on the same offense is going to make Hawkinson look like Kelsey. Like Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, because like and dude, then, you're opening shit so up so much. Like Hawkinson's a huge target, and he knows how to find holes in zones mm-hmm. already with shitty teammates, like top to bottom shitty teammates. And like here, he's just gonna be another piece. He's gonna get one on one coverage with linebackers, and they're not gonna be able to cover him. Oh yeah, that didn't that didn't make sense to me. I couldn't believe they traded with division. a division rival like that. Yeah, that's incredible. Also, feel like the Christian McCaffrey trade is really gonna make oh, that much of a man. difference. Oh man, his performance against the Rams <laughs> was unreal. A hat trick. Really quick on touchdown. the really quick on the on the Hawkinson thing though. I kind of just because it it kind of pertains to like hard knocks a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Do, do y'all think Dan Campbell's pissed? Like, like. Because it pretty much means they're bailing out in the season, right? So like, yeah, you know like, he's mad, and you know he doesn't like to just to quit on the season like that. Because like, what's his message? Like, his whole message has been like, believe, like we believe in you. And like, I know, honestly, it becomes just, a very contradictory finish, message. They didn't finish games early in the season and just caught up to him. I think. I'm wondering, like, I want to look at their schedule, just their schedule, and see how many games they've lost. Do by, they like, still this... just have one win? I think so. Yeah. Bro, they're one and six. They could be fucking worse than last year. They're one and six, but think about it. Like oh last week, God. last week they lost by what serious? four? Wow, bro, didn't they go zero and eight last year before they won? Yeah, they did. So holy shit, they could be worse. Oh my yeah, god, they really. Oh could. my god, I would have never expected that. They don't look worse. <laughs> they play hard every game, almost. But God damn, what does that even mean anymore? That is so fucking hard. Um, it's kind of insane though. Um, like there, but there's so many games they've lost by like under, under five points that they should have won. Like the game last week, they could have won that. No, no, they couldn't. The only game they blatantly could not have won was the Patriots. It was literally the when they shut them out. Yeah, not have won. Now there's no way they won that one. This coming up weekend, are there any games that you guys are looking forward to in particular? NFL-wise? NFL-wise. Uh, NFL-wise, yes, there are a couple There are a couple games on my big board that I have, uh, you know, lined out for uh, uh, games of note, particularly when it comes to gambling. Um, I think off the bat, Jets-Bills is going to be fun. If the Jets have any fight left, they need it now. It would be a, it would be a huge win for them. That'd be a crazy game for them to get. Yeah, it would be massive. It'd be massive, and for the Bills, it would be a gut punch to the fucking uh, AFC playoff picture. Um, let's see here. Another game. I think this is cool. Probably just Ravens Saints. The Ravens need the game bad, and uh, the Saints are accidentally in this division somehow. And I think it'd be kind of uh, you know it'd be fun to see how Jeff reacts to having them chase Lamar Jackson around. It just very <laughs> with, with how much you run the ball with a quarterback TV. on him on Madden. Like I just imagine him being like vastly more infuriated, like and watching I, it in real life. And I want to say he actually has money on this game as well. Jesus Christ, Jeff. Yeah. 
And Brady really, really needs to consult the team more when it comes to like putting money on this. But I, 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 but apparently he put money on this game before the season started. Damn, oh, what the hell? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah, very specific. Fire. I I don't know. Um, I can give you guys a lock of the week for me. Oh, oh. I, yes, I have a lock of the week. Love it. What do you got? I'm t- I'm taking Seattle over Arizona. And the game oh. is in Arizona, but think about so, this. Seattle what game line. came out last weekend on the on the day they were playing Thursday night football? I have no idea. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Bitch. Oh, There's <laughs> Kyler's mindset has to be in that game. It has it's to. Not, but it's not. But also I feel like Gino is going to still be playing very good. I think Kenneth Walker is going to score two touchdowns in this game. They're the first place team. It'd be, incre- it'd be incredible if the Seahawks pull it off. I would love it. I would love it. And look, that's my lock of the week. But the game I'm probably looking forward to the most this week is either that uh, the Bills-Jets game or – yeah. uh, What was it? The Honestly, the Commanders and the Vikings. If the commanders keep it even remotely close, that'd be impressive. I Think mean, about the spread's it. really low. It's only Vikings minus three. And the commanders the are keep getting consistently doubted even on the road. Yeah, and the commanders are 500 right now. I didn't even realize that. Are you serious? They're 500. They're four and four. Holy, how they have oh, four wow. wins? That's I don't I understand that. Dude, so like all the NFC's teams have a shot? That's Shit. Wow. And then, uh, I can't even watch them as a shot now. Oh, Heineke, man, changes things. I think they, I mean, if, if they play average, I mean, they could easily go 9-8 and eight and it yeah. wouldn't surprise anyone, which is, well, besides me. But, like, you know, <laughs> Brian, but, like, man. it's pretty fucking crazy, though, man. It's going to be awesome if, like, I mean, it looks like three teams are a lock at this point. But, uh, man, if four teams would be insane. It would just be, like, dude, it would literally just be, dude, oh, my God. It would be, not even be funny. Oh, yeah. And uh, now uh, let's talk a little bit about the good old college football. You know, uh, this what? weekend in particular is some of the biggest matchups that can change the college football standings for the rest of the year. Like, genuinely. Alter the fabric of time. Alter the man, – hey, man. Look, if TCU, who is currently number seven in the – college football playoff rankings which is bullshit um if if they continue to play good ball and have certain things happen they're going to be in the playoff they're going to be in the playoff definitely sure. i mean they have, they have to win out you know that, that's that, that's that's the assignment they got to win out there's four more regular season games left two on the road two at home and then right, also, and then, more than likely, the Big 12 championship game as well. Ulti- ultimately, yeah. I mean, the only way they don't play the Big 12 championship game is if they only win one game throughout the rest of the year and other teams ball out. That so, would like, fucking so, suck. Yeah. So, like, TCU's in the Big 12 championship game. It would yeah. something. They would have to literally, like, half the team would have to die in a bus crash. But, like, the point is that, like, <laughs> they have to win all four games and the Big 12 championship game for them to actually make the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. right now, it's the countdown to five. Five is the match number so we got to get this shit done tomorrow they're playing tech you know seven at home texas tech i'm worried to the extent because texas tech can be a fucking really inconsistent team they can randomly just drop 50 points on teams and fucking but they'll give up 60 and that's the thing you know as a tech fan i know that for sure yep they'll give up 60 and i'm okay with that and uh you know i'm hoping that they can get this one done because it'll buy me six more days of bragging rights. And at this, I mean, at that point, man, nine and zero. I mean, what? Like, uh, fucking Georgia and Tennessee are playing tomorrow, regardless, right? That is legit the biggest game. So yeah, right. So either way, one of them is gonna lose, right? That that's that's gonna be the that's the one v four matchup or the one v three. It's number one versus number three. Number one versus number three. Okay, so if Georgia loses, then at that point, a one-loss Georgia. Oh man, I don't, I don't know. Well, I mean, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay, so I've, I've thought about the scenario. I, I, mm-hmm. So Georgia plays Tennessee, who somehow Tennessee miraculously is the number one team in the country. Right. 
which I think is still kind of a bit of a reach. But Yeah, exactly. So yeah, one of these teams so. loses, say, if Tennessee wins, I feel like Georgia falls back. But Alabama's playing LSU in Baton Rouge. And historically speaking, Alabama has never looked good in Louisiana, ever. And we're, oh yeah, that's true. That's that, that's the ESPN Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. Then that's McAfee will huge. also be doing his co-broadcast on that as well. Hard. Hell yeah! But I would look. I hope LSU wins this game so it can knock Bama back, so we don't have to talk about their bitch asses for the rest of the year. Uh, I'm so sick of so hearing bad. about Bama. I'm so sick of it. And this, this is one of those games where I'm like, okay, done. Um, also, TCU plays Texas next weekend. Got to win that game, of course. Towards the end of the year, Ohio State and Michigan play. One of those teams are going to lose and drop out. Just period. Now, Clemson has been the sketchiest team in the top whatever. Right. I was just about to bring them up. They they should have lost a wake. Should have they should have lost they really Syracuse. They should have lost a wake. Yeah. They should have lost to Syracuse. Uh, oh, dude, I'm gonna be so pissed I, off if Clemson makes the playoffs. They have to. I'm lose, gonna be pretty man. pissed off because they suck. They do suck, dude. They suck. They do suck. I mean, they're playing Notre Dame, but get this: Notre Dame's at home and they're so only stupid. four point dogs. Uh, Notre Dame oh, they suck. only a four. It's only a four point and, spread, which means that the money line is not even that crazy. And that means that, like, um, that means the money line. Hold on, I'll tell you what the money line is. Like, I'm, I'm really good at calculating these, like, odds on the fly. Like, against it in this game. Go down here. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find the actual money line itself. I'm looking at it on the laptop. Gives me the spread. Oh, here we are. Uh, plus 162. Okay. So that's. Yeah, it's not that crazy. That's uh, 42, 41%. So they're oh, basically given like a 40, they're given like a, it's more realistically like a 38% chance that Notre Dame wins this game, roughly. So that's pretty damn good when you're talking about like toppling a fucking, you know, top four team. I think yeah. it's lit. You know, the, the right. key is this though, like, it's going to ease our stress so much if TCU just starts the day on big noon kickoff on Fox and just grabs themselves a fucking win so we can yeah, kick our feet up and just start fucking praying for the teams. I'm trying, I'm looking at Clemson's schedule for the rest of the year. And realistically, this would be the game that they would need to lose. Um, because Louisville is five and three, but I don't expect them to Dude, beat their schedule is ass. I just don't then, see how it's a debate. Like, they have to lose this game. Notre Dame is again, they're playing bad football, but they're not a bad team. Like they're not a bad team. So I genuinely I think Notre Dame could cause a stir. Um that would be sick. They have a chance. We need, we they have a help. puncher's chance. How many how many undefeated teams are left? Like uh, obviously between the Bama and I mean between the um Tennessee Georgia game, one of those teams will be not undefeated anymore. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six teams are undefeated. Currently. Uh currently. Tennessee, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, and TCU. Okay, well at least Ohio State in like wait, do Ohio State and Michigan play each other in the regular season as yeah, well of as course. the regional championship game? Right, of correct, right? So one of the hits. So whoever wins that game, we want them to win the second time, right? Or would we rather have them split? I don't think they would play twice. I think they're in the same division in the Big Ten. Oh shit! So like, so in reality, one of them, one of them is not. So that means like one of them could be a one-loss team, but not even have the opportunity to play a Big 12, a Big Ten championship game. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. Now, that's crazy. I didn't wow. think of that. Let me Damn see where. Crazy. Let me see where the game is being played oh, at because I need to know where that's at. That's, so that's good for TCU. That's good for TCU. So it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving that this game is happening, and it's happening at 
Ohio State. So it's in Columbus. Ohio State happens to be the number two team in the country. I think safe bet Ohio State loses. And, you know, not no, Ohio, not Ohio State loses. Ohio State wins. Michigan loses. Another TCU sneak in. It's like, just get him in there. I feel like, man, TCU, whether or not, like, I could just be naive. But I, I think that if, if TCU, like, makes it close, regardless of how these all, all these things shake out, that they're willing to maybe, maybe make up for 2014. I, I I feel like if we have to go over to the headquarters, which are in right. Grapevine, um, I don't mind talking to Condi. I can talk to Condoleezza Rice if I have to. Uh, right, bro. It's literally right around the corner from all of us. We can like drive over to it. Right, protest. <laughs> TCU, just be outside the building. TCU. Yeah, I would be really upset. I mean, you'd have to like really hold me back. I mean, yeah, it'd, yeah, it'd, it'd be, be terrible. I'd be very the upset. only way I would be able to say that they wouldn't like earn the chance is if they lost a game. If they lose, at I mean, one but, like game, if they lose, like, if they it. lose one game, I'm still pissed though. No, it like, depends on who they nah, like, how how they, they lose and who they lose to. If they nah. look, if they lose one, know. if they we lose to Baylor, look, if they lose <sighs> to Texas, if they lose to Texas and beat the shit out of everybody else and win the Big 12 championship game, they should still be up top 14. But they're not going to do it. I'm just saying that they fucking should. Yeah. But, you know, that's. They would much rather put Bama right back in there. Yeah. 2014, exactly. they lost one game. 2014, they lost one game. This is but, why I'm ready for them to go ahead and uh, bringing, bring in the 12 team format because. We won't have a complaint because they would be in. But that's the thing, though. I want to get it now while we have it, while it's while it's elite, while it's prestigious. Yeah, we're not going to end up like Cincinnati last season and just getting blown out out of nowhere. I think TCU could still fucking put up. I don't know. They're still gonna they're gonna get blown out, but I don't think it'll be like it's not gonna look lopsided. Like yeah. it's gonna be like I think. They could like keep it close first half, get my fucking dick hard about it, and then ultimately just break my heart in the second half. And then I go, wow, what what a season, boys! I just don't think that also the SEC is as strong, or at least the top two teams are as strong as they were last season. I think Bama and Georgia were totally different, like scary ass teams. Man, dude, if TCU were to actually beat like Tennessee in like the round, like round one. And like even play a natty, I would shit myself. I don't think I understand. Like would understand how to even proceed with that. Where so is like, the natty I, this year? The natty would be in. Um, um, cause I know the, Pe- the Peach Bowl's in Atlanta. Uh-huh. The Cotton Bowl. Like, is in Dallas. Peach Bowl and the Cotton Bowl, right? Shut the fuck up. Cotton oh, Bowl's but, in Dallas. Oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. I was about to say you were about to say national championship is in Dallas. I'd be like, bitch. Nah, no. no. <laughs> No, no. I think the Natty isn't the Rose Bowl, but I don't know. I could be wrong. No way. That'd be super lit. That'd be super fucking lit. But no, I, don't, I really don't know. But yeah, man. SoFi Stadium. Yeah, SoFi. 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 So but what, uh, what, what bowl would it be, technically? Oh, the Usually National Championship. Like no, no, no. The National Championship's the National Championship. Yeah, that's kind of lame. <laughs> Presented by Goodyear. I think so. I think it's Ben's now. Yeah. Wow. Oh, how weird. Well, the semis are the Peach Bowl and the Fiesta Bowl this year. The Fiesta Bowl. Fiesta Bowl. What is Verbo or V R B O? What the fuck? Verbo. The devil's word. Because that they they don't have the PlayStation sponsor anymore, nor the Totito sponsor. Cool. The PlayStation one was cool. the most legit. It's because it made sense. It, it made perfect sense. Um, hey. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was I was gonna say, hey, when's that Ohio State Michigan game? It is November twenty fifth, Saturday, November twenty fifth. Damn, so it's like right at the end. Of the Wait, year. actually, November twenty fifth. Oh, say that Thanksgiving. Oh, my bad. November twenty sixth, Thanksgiving to twenty fourth. So it's the last game of the season. Yep. Oh my god, 
That's That's where like most of like the big rivalry games are going to get blown off. Intense. That's going to be very intense, man. And I don't know how TCU is playing Iowa State the last week of the season too. Yeah, I mean TCU actually ends up playing like some pretty weird competition. Like I would actually like if if I'm the person who's deciding scheduling for TCU, I would somehow find a way to get TCU versus either Baylor or SMU at the end of the season. Uh, I wouldn't want SMU at the end. I feel no. like it'd be kind of pointless. Well, like, the, for Baylor me, it's for more sure. like the Dallas the rivalry games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, they should be trying to put like games that are like going to determine shit. Like it should be like. TCU yeah. State or TCU OSU like or hell even the Oklahoma like the Oklahoma game is I swear to God we always kick off Big Twelve play against Oklahoma yeah and there's not really a need for it I don't know it, it the, the Big Twelve is gonna be different next year anyway so who fucking knows I mean every team's gonna want us at the end if they really have if they know what's best for them so exactly now let's talk about some basketball let's talk about some National Basketball Association. Yeah. Some National Basketball Association basketball. Yeah. Um, so the so far this season, the Lakers have looked like shit. Dog shit. Dog shit. They just lost again tonight to the Utah Jazz against a team that is supposed to be tanking, but they're not doing that. Right, they're accidentally kind of okay. Well, like not even just kind of okay, they're like Damn, they're good. They're like they seven and two, yeah. Yeah. Um, the fucking the whole Western Conference standings right now are just very unreliable, though. Like Portland is uh yeah, six and two right now. Dumb. But I think the Lakers being two and six isn't a fluke, though. I think that's Fuck just who that. they are. Uh, two and seven, by the way. Two and seven. Two and seven. So that's nine. Oh, that's even updated yeah, yet. You can Damn. go ahead. And, you can go ahead and multiply that by nine. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is like right, twenty-seven wins. We're like, no fucking worse, worse, like eighteen wins. Damn, like it's so wow. bad, dude. Like I sat what, there. What if, this, what if this is LeBron's mission? Like, what if he's just on a mission to draft his son? Bro, stop, oh, stop. To Ryan, that'd be hilarious. You know, like LeBron's kid is like not even in college yet. He's still in high school. <laughs> on a mission. But he, I think everybody's like, if they're if teams are supposed to be tanking right now, they're supposed to be tanking for that French seven four phenomenon, Victor Wamanyama. What yes, Wamanyama, yeah. I actually under I know how to say his name now. Thomas Lama. Wamanyama. And I'm like, that's gonna be stuck in my head for forever. It's like uh Antetokounmpo. Like, why do I know like how to say this shit? If you looked at that shit on a, a sheet of paper, you'd be like, uh what? <laughs> <laughs> right, it's all just scrabble letters. Yeah, uh, but like they're Phoenix is still playing good ball. The Jazz are s- somehow still playing good ball, even though they traded Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Donovan Mitchell has actually been making a hell of an impact in Cleveland. Like, and I mean a hell of an impact in Cleveland. Yeah, sounds perfect for him. No, they're seven and know, one right now. I mean, yeah, he doesn't have to fucking be a superstar. He doesn't have to have pressure or care about basketball. It's perfect for him, dude. Jonathan Donovan Mitchell is just Kyler Murray in the NBA. Except he doesn't have to. Uh, he doesn't take games uh, off because of uh, yeah, Call of Duty. In fact, in fact, the NBA standard is actually drastically lower. I take that back. Um, in terms of like on on the field or on court success and expectations, because obviously he's not as much of a pussy as like Kyrie Irving or like Ben right. Simmons. That's impossible, or even like you know what I mean. That's just literally impossible to just be that low character. But um, <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah, speaking of Kyrie, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. yeah, all the shit. Ky- Kyrie really sold it, man. Dude, I can't believe Nike said nah. Nike said nah. The the Nets suspended him for a minimum five games. And it's like followed up with like sensitivity training and stuff like that. And bro, this is like, I also heard that you heard about the donations that the, the team and Kyrie are supposed to be making to the anti-Semitic organizations or whatever those organizations are. The Semitic, I don't know what organizations they're donating to. 
but the organization that they're supposedly supposed to be donating to does not want the money from Kyrie. This is such a weird, like, scenario. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe I am ignorant to this, but, like, dude, I just – I feel like you'd have to dig really hard to find somebody who genuinely hates Jews. Like, it just seems like such a hard find. Like, is that really, like, a problem today? Like, it's fucking crazy. I don't know. I, I mean, there's a, there's yeah, some Republican undertones. Like, if you go on the far right in the political spectrum, there's some of their stuff is absolutely anti-Semitic. Yeah. 100%. But it's just like, damn, like, I don't know. May, you think perhaps, I mean, I don't know, maybe, because there's so many other factors into this. I mean, the guy's Muslim, too. You know, yeah. necessarily have the best relationship or point of view on those types of things. That's just a fact. And it just it feels like at least recently he's been a, a little bit more outspoken than normal. And this is coming after we had the uh, issues with Kanye West of all people. Um, yeah, him and Kanye should just chill and like, I'm like hang out, bro. They they, hang they out. should. It it it's like that's rapping. Like. Kanye lost everything, pretty much. Lost every deal. Um, his school got shut down that he was running. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, like nobody wants to deal with him except for like the far right, and that makes sense to me. Actually, not even his own kids want to mess with him. No, he, no, Kim was the first one to be like, "I'm out." <laughs> like for real, she was actually the first one to be like, "Nah, fam." Wow, like it's just crazy. crazy. What what's wild to me is what no one like wants to talk about is just all like this is when you realize wow, it's 2022 and we are not that far away from the world war. You know what I mean? Like cuz right. if this was 2000 years from now, I don't think anyone would give a shit, dude. But because like in the back of our minds, like it's in recent memory and history and there are mm-hmm. people whose like parents fought, died and suffered from the Holocaust in the world war in World War 2. So right. Like it's it's a it's a reachable thing. It's a reachable concept where like less than a hundred years ago a man used rhetoric like that to like, you know, completely dehumanize and, and you know, ex- intent to exterminate an entire group of people. It's it's insane. I don't know. It, it just no one's talking about that really, but it's like wow, that's what it really means. It's that people are still it's one of those things where it's like, bro, too soon. And too soon was eighty fucking years ago. And I also yeah, no, and I also it. feel like with the power of social media, yeah, I'm gonna say this. Word moves so much goddamn faster, and people are reacting to it way faster without actually having so much of like all the details about everything that's going on. Um, and I feel like taking that into consideration, I feel like it people should slow down, take in the information, and then put out a like a good opinion on it because if you're just going at it just based on what the fuck you see you're not getting all the facts yeah it's a weird one man i gotta admit it's weird like the this sets a weird precedent too in the nba because it's just like what in the i don't know i mean like not i'm not saying there's like nothing about the holocaust or you know anti-Semitism is back, you know, should be minimalized in any way, but in the future, there will ultimately be a new thing that mm-hmm. becomes hypersensitive. Like, we're, like, if there's, a, if there's a World War III and it happens to be based around the genocide of Hispanic people, then, you know what I mean? There's going to be a whole new set of parameters around this, right? Of, like, yeah. recency bias. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then, uh, <laughs> it's just, it just trips me out. I mean, I don't know if the NBA would survive a, another World War, <laughs> but, like, my point is is that it sets a precedent for behavior you know what i mean it sets a precedent for not even behavior it's not even about what he said but what he didn't say he didn't believe in like it's the fact that he didn't say he didn't say i wasn't he didn't say i don't hate jews (laughs) he didn't say i'm he didn't say i'm not uh anti-semitic he didn't apologize and that's what people are like just say that like right I mean, Kyrie's also kind of a sense, like a hypersensitive, like, like arrogant asshole. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be that crazy to think that maybe he just looks at like he knows the media wants to hear that and he likes fucking with them, and that in a way maybe he kind of I don't know, let's say gets off on the idea. 
that like he doesn't want them to win by like telling them what they want to hear. Right. It, it makes sense. Um, I mean, look. Now, yeah, why should now, I apologize? I didn't do anything wrong. Like y'all just yeah. want to put me in this light and force me to say something on camera and cut it a certain way. I'm not going to tell you anything at all. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's probably it's it's probably it's not it's definitely doesn't have to be that deep, but it wouldn't blow my mind if Kyrie did because Harry has died on some weird hills. That Duke education, am I right? Right, that flat Earth shit. Yeah, my got to him. Broke him down. Yeah, no kidding. Let's see here. Tony, you there, buddy? Tony. I think Tony might be a little bit gone. Yeah, he was only a dick. Look, he barely. Like, he went, he went, he like. It, it doesn't make sense, man. Uh, speaking of the Nike deal, though, um, I, I read some more details on that. Um, like, him, they're suspending his, like, deal and they're not releasing his new shoe. Um, his deal expires next year. So I don't think they're going to unsuspend him. Like, I yeah. genuinely don't. No, probably not, dude. I mean, it's pretty much over. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. And th- th- that's what's giving it real weight, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. It's, like those, it's like those endorsement deals. Like, what these companies are deciding to do, it's just like, wow, I, I don't know, like, it just feels like I'm still missing something. Like, dude, the guy didn't rape anyone. The guy didn't like, like, dude, people do fucked up shit and nothing yeah. happens to them. Yeah. And like, and this guy's just saying that, hey, he might've liked a movie that was kind of fucked up. I mean. Yeah, the Alex Jones movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, what was that one movie that's like super fucking racist towards like black people in the South with the Klan? Something that one that one movie about like the dawn of the clan or whatever dude politicians used to run off of that shit yeah oh my god they used to win elections saying that that shit was cool like you know what i mean like wow dude i mean i don't know i can i can just see how from a different i'm not saying i believe this but i can see how from a, a perspective from a lot of people that's just like wow leave it to the black man to be under attack in america for a white man's crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like how fucked up is this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, and we, you know what the one thing we haven't talked about yet? Is the goddamn World Series. Oh, man. It's oh, been a yeah. banger. 3-2 series right now. I mean, I think Houston's about to wrap this bitch up, dude. I mean, they're, I mean, they're look, about to go into Houston. They're the better team. Slaughtering game. Yeah, it's 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 going down to Houston. You know, they probably over here listening to new Twenty One Savage Drake album. You know, Absolutely. feeling feeling vibes and shit. You know, come on, they ready? They go about to win another World Series, and they can't say that they were cheating because <laughs> Philly looked like they were cheating before they were. Fine, it's crazy because if they that. win, then they would have gone to the whole postseason with two L's. That's wild to think about. Right, to Wild think that days. they got better. To think that they got ch- ch- caught cheating and got better. But, like, let me, let me just say this. What if Philly does win the next game and does win game seven? It. We could talk about that later. But if they just force a game seven, I think you're talking about a showdown of epic proportions. Philly, I mean, Houston is at that point a garbanzo favorite, like huge favorite. Um, they're a huge favorite going to Game Six, but if they if they are forced to play a Game Seven, I think they're going to take out all the stops. You know, I think. Yeah, in man, Houston. In Houston, yeah. they want Philly. Man, they will, They really want to get it done in Game Six, though. the The track record isn't very good for like you know teams who can't close it out in Game Six. Phillies are looking to be the fourth team since 1980 to win the World Series on the road in Game Seven. Only, yeah, it's only happened four times since 1980. That's, yeah. Hey, and look, if Houston wins, they get one for Dusty Baker. That's what I care about. Good old Dusty Baker. Hey, man, it'd be, it'd be crazy because, like, you're looking at two completely different narratives here, and they're both about the Astros. Either the Astros win, and they solidify themselves as <laughs> true bona fide winners and put a, and put a reverse asterisk on that, on that World Series that they supposedly cheated on, right? Yeah. Now, on the flip side, if they lose, they look like absolute fucking frauds. They got one fake chip, and then they got what two or three World Series L's after it. Mm-hmm. 
So, what the fuck are we even talking about here anymore? <laughs> yeah, the actors look really dumb. Dude, they needed to win this World Series. Yeah, like it, it's it's like it's franchise and like for this for this for the legacy of this squad. And I'm talking about the core players, you know, Tony, yeah, Alex Bregman, right? Um, fucking Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander, even to an extent. Um, yeah, because he was a part of the last squad too. Yeah, right, exactly. And then of course you have uh, well, Correa's gone, so not not him. Jordan Alvarez is fairly new. Uh, but you still have Tucker, McCormick, and Maldonado on that team. These are all core pieces from and starting players from those World Series ball clubs. So, uh, it, like I said, this, the the outcome of these next two games determines whether or not they were always legit, or if they, they really were cheating. The Dodgers yeah. Over. yeah, they really did fuck the Dodgers over. So, I still stand with they fucked the Dodgers over regardless. But like, when you look back in the history books, it's gonna be like, okay, well, like, what did they do? You know, it's gonna look mm. funny if they end up having a LeBron looking ass record. Championship round. I mean, look, right. they gonna keep trying until their hairline looks like LeBron's god dog. Right, look like look, start gonna fucking start aging. I'm looking like Mattress Mac. Yeah, oh my god! Man. You know he stands to make the largest gambling win in like betting history, like sports betting history. He like, keeps legal. putting these like massive, massive bets out on Houston based teams. Down. He keeps doubling down, dude. He just keeps oh doubling God. down. Right now, he stands to make seventy-five million dollars if they hang on and win. That'd actually be like, oh, when's the last time he actually won a one? Like, when's the last time? He's taking a few hard L's in a row. I think Didn't he like, lost I, I, like twenty million bucks in a row. Yeah, because I think he lost his. I know he made a bet on the Super Bowl, and I think he bet it on Cincinnati. Yeah, he's yeah he's fucked up pretty bad this last couple yeah. rounds. But he would make it up double over with this. This would be huge. I mean, you said something about aging, and that was like a perfect segue to talking about Brady and Rodgers. Um, do you think this is the end of an era for those two quarterbacks? And I, like, I feel like... Look, Brady has to play one more year, otherwise his divorce is meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, that's a fucking for sure. Like, oh, but he's going to try to play next year. Rodgers, that's a different story. Um, I think every game, I mean, I think that the answer to that question changes after every football game. You know, um, where they stand and how much promise they have going into next season, I think it's going to make a difference for Rodgers. And even then, I mean, he signed it to a two or three year extension. I think it was two. Yeah, it does, your option I mean, it, like it doesn't it doesn't mean he has to play through that contract. He could retire. That's true. Yeah, he can retire anytime. That is true. Um, but you know, the cards are there in place, and the situation is there for him to come back. It's inviting enough. Mm-hmm. Now, these games, I would say he leans probably more towards retired just because it's been so frustrating. Yeah. You know, if if only they were in each other's situation, like reversed, right? <laughs> they, they seem to have one of the, something the other one wants. Um, but you know, here we are, but yeah, I don't know. I hope not. I want to see Rogers play next year. I really want to make my next trip to is to Wisconsin and do green Bay and Milwaukee or something. Uh, cause I don't want to watch the Packers play without Aaron Rodgers. at that point. They're not worth watching to me for like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Until they get a, like another legit quarterback to go in there and actually play. Yeah. They're not, they're really not worth watching at all. Like think about this. They haven't had a, like, a bad quarterback actually a cons- like as a consistent starter since before Brett Favre. Right. That's a long time ago. It's it it, it smells like an it, it smells like if Rodgers leaves, the whole team is a fucking emergency. Kind of like those sirens you were hearing in the background right there. <laughs> but uh right. Well, there's really not any uh, football, soccer talk this week. Uh, I, I kind of do want to talk about my experience at Monday Night Raw this week. This was, oh yeah, this is so fucking cool. Like, okay, so me and Jeff Bird is my uh, co-host for the Let's Just Talk About podcast. Went to Raw on Monday for Halloween instead of going trick or treating or doing anything like that because. I mean, I'm I'm 30 years old. I'm not going out and trick or treating. I might go to a bar or something <laughs> like that. But you know, I was like, eh, yeah, let's go, let's go to Raw. I, I, of course, I got some beers, got a pizza, 
you know, sitting in the 200 section, you know, it's like, all right. And then I see this dude. All right. I see this dude walking around. Right. He has a fucking earpiece in his ear. Blazer earpiece looks like he works for the arena. Come to find out. No, he don't work for the arena. He works for WWE. Mm. He's actually out here giving out tickets to move down to the floor. Yeah, so we got moved from the 200 section to legit floor seats. And if anybody wants to see where that is, you can look at my Instagram and you can look at my TikTok. I was say, dude, you had a hell of a like close view. Yeah, no, that's exactly how close we were. I didn't zoom. That's how close wow. we were. Um, And they were like, yeah, if we need to move you, say if somebody on the camera side ends up leaving or moving around um we're we're gonna move you guys over there and if they come back we're gonna move you by move you guys back we didn't move the entire show after that and surprisingly i had a beer and two sodas and i didn't have to pee for the whole show that's the more surprising part for me is like i didn't have to do nothing i mean why would you i mean like dude that's awesome dude like what do those normally cost those I want to say from when I was looking at the tickets, I want to say it was a few hundred bucks for those seats. Wow. Yeah, and me and Jeff, I want to say we paid what forty bucks a piece for the tickets that we actually got, and maybe maybe cheaper than that. I want to say, um, but yeah, fully worth it. If anybody has a chance to have an experience like that at a like at a show or any kind of concert, if you can get on the fucking floor of anything like that, do it. Fucking do it. Right? Why not? Why not? Like, I look, and, and you know what? If you spend the money for it, yeah, it's worth it because you're gonna have a better experience. You're gonna have a different experience than just yeah, watching dude, it on TV. So much different, dude. Like, man, man. And I realized that when I went to Miami to watch the Dolphins game. Like, I'm just, oh, man. I don't know if I could do, like, up high again. I mean, unless nah. it's the Cowboys. Unless it's the Cowboys, because that's that's a literal compromise you have to make. That's right? different. That's different. Yeah, 100%. But, man, I don't know if I got anything else, buddy. I think I'm about yeah. juiced up. I'm good, man. I'm good. Sergio, you, what, you, what else do you got? I know you were just at the Mavs game tonight, so. Is he is he awake? I don't know. He could be dead. That could be our sign to get going. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tony, well, hey, man, hey. I'll talk to you soon, though, man. It's been fun talking to you. Go fucking frogs. Go cowboys. Um, yeah, dude. Oh, hell yeah. And go Air Force Academy. Uh, Jacob's brother, right. uh, my host on Hammer Time, his brother is an Air Force Academy cadet, and we are going to go to the Army Air Force game tomorrow in about five hours from now. Oh, wait, five it's hours? It's early as fuck, dude. There's a tailgate at 7.30 a.m. and the game's at 10.30. What kind of... Why is it so early? I have no fucking clue, dude. For Central Time, it's the earliest thing on the slate. Holy... 10.30 in the morning? Yes, dog. What yes. the... And wait, are they playing at the Air Force Academy or where are they playing? They're playing at Globe Life. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm going to the... We're going to the game. It's at Globe Life right there. <sighs> Okay, I'm confused by the time. That's the whole thing. It was like, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, I don't understand. What's crazy is that they had a, fight, a boxing event today. That's where we just got back from. Oh, and speaking of that, yeah. WWE is doing an event tomorrow at 11, oh, 12 o'clock. Yeah, 12 o'clock because it's in Saudi Arabia. Oh, my God. Yeah, and oh. you're going you're gonna to love this. The main event of the show is for the WWE Universal Undisputed Universal Championship. Um, is Roman Reigns. You're going to laugh your ass off. Oh, versus. Logan Paul. <laughs> They're just doing shit. They're just, well, Logan signed a deal with WWE. That's but I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but where's the merit? You know what I mean? Like, Bro, even the merit. Even Jake's gonna be at ringside. That's cool. We'll see. Look, they, they're, they're, they really do. They really do nail the entertainment part down. I can say that. You know. Yeah. And uh, uh, congrats to Jake for knocking out Anderson. Well, winning by unanimous decision against Anderson Silva. That shit could not have been easy. Man, no kidding, right? That motherfucker's an animal. 
Anderson Silva's a dog. He actually is, you know. I don't say, I don't say he's like equipped to get that done, but like, you know. Yeah. Hell, man. You got eventually. You got to just go. Wow. I mean, like, this is a lot of fights. Like, like that's it's it's hard to beat ten guys off the street, let alone like ten guys like who have even had any type of fighting experience. You know, let alone boxing. And you no, know, MMA fighters are different than boxers. They're very totally, totally like they're very unathletic in everything else they do. Yeah. So, you know. Well, uh, hey, Tony, I'm going to go ahead and run it, man. Uh, I got to be up in like five hours for this fucking football right. game. But well, hell don't worry. Show, I'm going I'm I'm to cl- <laughs> uh, follow us on our socials. Follow Chris on his socials. They're going to be in the link below. Follow Sergio on his socials. They're going to be in the link below. Follow my socials. They're going to be in the link below. L- look for his picks in the description also of the podcast as well. Uh, and my name is Tony Lopez. Yeah, this is Chris Rios. Signing out. Peace, y'all. <laughs> This is...